welcome to On Figure Skating Podcast with me, Johanna, and... Dia, hello. Hello. We watched all of Worlds, obviously. World Championships in Stockholm are over. The exhibitions today. It's been um, an interesting competition. I think something we've been saying all of this short and strange COVID season is that it really isn't the same without an audience. It's so different. The interaction... That's gone, you know, even though the coaches and some of the skaters were watching each other, that kind of thing. But it's in this huge arena. It's just not the same. And also not seeing the skaters' faces when they get their scores and because of the face masks, uh, their interaction with coaches, all of that. It's just, I'm glad it happened because there was some really good skating, but it just is not the same. What were your overall impressions of this world? Well, I'm glad that it happened. Yeah at all. I read online some people were um, upset that the, the skaters risked their life for this competition. Right. And uh, I guess you could understand that, but uh, I think it was mainly Yuzuru fans. Yeah, because they were disappointed yes. after this long program. Well, because they, they were happy they also, after the short. <laughs> yes, but they uh, care for him so much. Yeah. And. Uh, his health. Yeah, that's understandable. Mm. But I mean, it's not like he had to go, actually. I mean, it's, if, you know, the Olympics next year, they were going to send him mm. anyway. <laughs> so it's not like if he did, really didn't want to, they didn't have to. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's an understandable discussion for a lot of reasons. Mm. But speaking of that, like the response to various people winning and not winning, I think it's we're very lucky in a way that we don't really I mean we care about who wins and stuff but it doesn't take away the enjoyment of I mean when we're watching it it's not uh, dependent on who wins we enjoy so many skaters in the various disciplines and if they don't win it's I mean it's annoying if it comes to you know when you feel that the judging is unfair and there's certainly a lot to be said about that but even so, it does, that doesn't take away from the enjoyment of watching the skates and their achievement for me and the inspiration I get from that. Mm. So we did have that, no matter what. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm happy so many showed up. Yeah, I mean, almost everyone was there. Mm. That was really amazing. And there were a lot riding on the Olympic spots and all of that stuff, the various countries who want three spots for their skaters for the Olympics. But uh, I'm sure that's something we'll get more into during the actual Olympic season but um, obviously there was a lot of uh, nerves around that and, and responsibilities and things I mean you can see some people who didn't succeed very well so like Vincent Chow, um he was really disappointed is mm. it Cho? sorry it's been so long ago <laughs> uh, so many names this weekend uh, this week but um, he didn't make the long program and he wrote, we've talked about him before, like he thinks a lot and he wrote a long thing on Instagram about, you know, like he disappointed his country and everything. And I just feel like, I mean, obviously it's a big deal for him, but I just feel like he just had a bad day. I mean, like, it's mm -hmm. okay. It's not, he didn't disappoint anyone. It's everyone understands and, you know, he'll be fine. Yes. He just let's needs to, so. yeah, let's hope so. So speaking of disappointments, uh, we'll get into, I guess, the men's uh, discipline. So we were really rooting for a Swedish skater, Nikolai Majorov. He did well in the short program and made it to the final, but uh, meltdown city in the long program, unfortunately. No, he did. Uh, he started with a quad, Salkal. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, 
and also an axle, I think. Yeah, so. uh, but then something happened. Yeah, it was a real meltdown. Yeah, like you couldn't even watch it. No, I didn't. I could I barely watch. Yeah, <laughs> Adia walked away, and I watched. Like I put the, I couldn't have the sound on. I, like mm. that makes it more painful for some reason. And uh, yeah, it was horrible. But it was one of those. I mean, I've seen it quite a lot throughout the years when. You know, a skater just wants something so much, and then they have maybe they, maybe they do manage their first quad or some big achievement, and then it all falls apart, and and it falls apart more and more, and you can see that kind of like they lose everything that they really know how to do mentally. They just get into this really bad spiral, and you can see it happening, and it's really bad. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, I understand it maybe hurt him even more because it was at his home world championship and everything. But I mean, it's not the end of the world. He can he can come back from that, hopefully. Yes, he's young. Yeah. Uh, but he carries his emotions on the outside. You you yep. uh, feel everything he feels. Yeah, that's true. We know what that's like. Yes. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the men's, um, that was. I mean, even though, like I said, it's kind of a dead competition without the audience and everything, but. At the same time, the quality of the skaters is incredible. I mean, there were people in like 12th, 13th who should have medaled in any other, not any other year, but any other sort of era of skating. And let me just say, best male skater in the world, bar none, Han Yan from China. Thank you very much. I just can't stand that those qualities aren't what's valued more than quads. I mean, as amazing as that is, it is just crazy that he ended up, I don't know, ninth or 12th or something like that. But yeah. I mean, he's just stunning. I could watch him all day and I don't get it. Why that isn't valued more. Mm. He doesn't have the quads. He doesn't have the quads. No, I agree. I think yeah. he's an amazing skater. And same thing. I mean, it's kind of like a Jason Brown type skater where people get a lot out of watching him mm. but because he doesn't have 10 quads he's never up there in the metal true contention i thought his short program was really really good yeah Jason. it really was he was skating to uh, nina simone i thought that uh, choice was perfect great choice but i i missed out his um his pre Oh. oh yeah, we need to watch that again. Mm. Um, I really like Daniel Grassel, who doesn't get a lot of attention from Italy. Um, he is just, I don't know, it wasn't my favorite program, but he did really well. And I think it was because also after watching a lot of skates where people sort of unraveled a bit, he came out and did uh, most of his quads and he kept it together. And he has this really weird pirouettes where he's holding his legs and knees in ways that make me just want to scream like be careful mm -hmm. with your joints but uh he's really special i actually think he could be someone he's still very young he's 18 um and it would be fun to have someone from a, a country where they don't have that much uh, success right now um to maybe meddle in the future uh jun wan xiao from korea he was good he's just one of those he's ended up sort of he was sort of really on his way a couple of years ago to really be in the top or it seemed like and that hasn't really happened but you know who knows kevin amos what did you think no it was good yeah he's back he's yes. back looking forward to see what what's going on yeah i think this was really important for him yeah. to come back i mean he's been waiting for so long to be able to come back from that horrible europeans 
uh, because of COVID, he hasn't had the opportunity to show himself. But he looked more balanced. He was. Yeah. Stable. It was interesting how the commentators, Swedish commentator, kept commenting on how he's such a uh, like emotional person and everything. And she said it like one of them said it so many times, kind of like in a critical way. And we were like, so what? And then the other commentators are like, but a lot of people really appreciate him showing so many emotions. Mm. And we're like, yes, <laughs> that's what we want to see. Like, how well, could he she's complain? a bully sometimes, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's come on, we want to see emotion. But yeah, it was good to not see him cry for because of his heart heartbreak. Mm. And then there was a new Russian guy, Yevgeny Semenko, uh, a new young Russian. Uh, he had a lot of quads. I was impressed by the fact that he, you know, nerves didn't get in his way, but there was really nothing else to see. No. No character, no, like, uh, not yet, anyway. There was just, I don't know, it was not a performance. So hopefully he'll be able to grow in that way. Uh, one of our favorites is, of course, Keegan Messing. Yes. What do you think of him? Oh, yeah, I Guns love Roses him so program. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And that that was, I think, that must, must have been best yeah. free he ever had. But also because he had both programs, both yeah. short and free, which has been the thing, one of his things <laughs> that he almost never has, a clean or almost clean, both programs in one competition. He always stumbles in a goofy way yeah. somewhere in, like he loses his focus yeah. or something. I've seen plenty of crazy falls he did in his practices, mm. but he didn't do it. Um, no, this in the was so good. And his skating is so smooth. Yeah, and he really seems to be in, to enjoy being out there and performing. He knows he's not going to win, mm. but I don't think, I mean, ending up sixth, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, we had another favorite. I mean, there's too many favorites, really, but oh. Koliada ended up fifth. So, I mean, oh, I would have wanted him to medal, but it's so hard up there. You know, the competition is just so fierce. Mm. But he had a few mistakes in that beautiful uh, Nureyev free skate. But, um, but still, I mean, I, I have to say for him, he kept it together better than most other uh, programs I've ever seen him do. Yeah. So that was good, but at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, you kind of want him to get rewarded for making all the progress he has made. But hopefully he will. And little Shoma, mm. <laughs> fourth place. Yeah, but his free was so good. It was I, so good. The, I had goosebumps hurting. Yeah, I was it crying. Was so strong. Yeah. <laughs> because he started out a little... Um, a little jittery, and then he just was able to get into some sort, of, some sort of flow and he doesn't always do that so that was really great to see and he seemed happy i mean we saw him when he came off the ice he like threw himself into stefan lambiel's arms you could tell he was really happy yeah. he wasn't just tired the way he is sometimes and also when he was watching um because he was in the lead so in the sort of green room i don't know if they call it that anymore he was watching Nathan when he was skating and Shoma was like actually applauding. I mean, he wasn't on camera or anything. He was like applauding for himself or I don't know. But uh, he seemed, I don't know, awake and involved yeah. <laughs> this time around. I think it was good for him anyway. I mean, he did really well. But it, it is kind of crazy that that kind of skate on that level doesn't result in a medal. But that's how tough the competition is. So but They are so supportive to each other. It's amazing to see. Yeah. That's true. I think that's changed a little bit from mm -hmm. previous years back before this sort of generation of skaters. There was more of a competition, like some skaters would, 
publicly speak ill of each other, but I guess mm. because of social media and everything, maybe that has actually changed in a positive way, which seems unlikely, but... Well, Hanyu is a, such a positive role model also. Yeah. He seems to be genuinely good. He never says anything bad about anyone in public. I mean, no. like, on me to the media or anything. And it was fun to see. I mean, he ended up third, and it is what it is. Like, amazing short program. Not his best by far in the sh- in the long. That was kind of hard to see. Even though it wasn't a meltdown, it was still just, you could see how disappointed. And the air, the sort of spark he has disappeared in the long. Yeah. Um, but Yuma Kagiyama, when he got his scores, so he ended up second. And when he got his scores, he was like, I mean, he, they say that he's 17. I think he's 11 years old, <laughs> probably, because not only is he tiny and like a cute little doll, maybe that's a bit mean to say. I don't, I just mean he's adorable. Mm. But he was, he got his scores and realized that he had meddled at his first Worlds. And first he was jumping up and down in a really hilarious way. Uh, and then he was running in place like he didn't know what to do with his energy. And it was so great. I, I just thought you're only that young once because I just thought to myself, like when you're so overwhelmed physically by some sort of energy that takes over, it was so fun to see that. And um, he's, you know what? I really think Nathan Chen needs to watch out because that guy is going to be crazy good next year, yeah. hopefully. And in terms of the base value of his programs, he's going to be up there if he uh, advances a little more. So that could be interesting. And then Nathan Chen won. Meh. Yeah, you, you saw something. You, you got an insight to his happy place. You said uh, a final jump. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, and when I say meh, I really love Nathan Chen. But it's just that he won in a way that was so... I almost can't take it in mm. because he's like crazy. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand how anyone can be, anyone can be that talented mm. and flawless. And his free program, like you said, it didn't move you at all. No. No. His jumping moves me. That is so weird. I'm not that interested in jumps. Yeah. But uh, his jumping is so perfect. Yeah. Flawless. Yeah. And he, but yeah, I did have a, because I'm kind of with you on that. I, I don't get emotionally affected by him because mm. he's just so, yeah, too perfect or whatever. But when he did like everything, all his elements and everything, and then after he had landed his last jump and everything had been perfect, he did this kind of for move in his, like just some bit of, bit of choreography. And I did feel that he was present in that and sort of was able to, you know, I did have a little bit of a moment there. But then I saw this video later on when uh, they showed his coach, Raphael, as he was watching the program. Mm. And he was only watching the jumps. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that attitude. And like after the last jump, he was super happy, but he just walked away and he wasn't even watching all that, that moment that I thought was like the real winning moment. Um, after the jumps and Nathan's, you know, he had a pirouette and he had, you know, his ending position and everything and like his coaches walked away and I mean, I don't want to read too much into it, but it certainly adds to that sort of, he's only interested in the jumps, like I don't like that, but anyway, meh. He's an interesting person, Nathan. Yeah, he is. Mm. But it's so hard to read him. Yes. (laughs) Like he doesn't seem affected by anything, so. Whatever he's doing, it's working. Yeah. 
and we were really excited to see the ladies competition but uh, I have to say the level wasn't quite it wasn't up to the men's competition this time around uh, so many mistakes so many um, meltdowns or close to it like just people who I thought would do really well didn't um, but maybe we should mention our, our Swedish girl Josefine Tally Golden girl woman <laughs> lady yeah but um, um, she exceeded all our ex- expectations. That is true, because we weren't really expecting her to make it to the final. But there were so many mistakes among among so many ladies. I mean, yeah, there were so many. <laughs> there weren't that many clean states either in the short or the long. No. Um, yeah, I mean, she, ending fifteenth that was doing a lot better than I was expecting. This was was her first worlds. And uh, I mean, I didn't care for her programs. I don't know how anyone can use Mulan Rouge. It's so overused. Mm. She has to know that. But at the same time, if she loves it, you know, fine, go ahead. But I don't want to watch it, really. But she had a lot of energy in both programs. And um, the fact that she didn't let like an uh, at-home world uh, stress her out or make her nervous in that way that affected her, that was really great. So I have to give her a lot of kudos for that. She's very confident in all of her interviews. It's... Really, and on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Anything in particular that you heard? No, but she's she was planning to go to the world and even though she's twenty five years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cocky. Yeah. Yeah, no, and also I, I the her. yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked her as a person absolutely. Mm. Uh, but they said they asked her in an interview like um, yeah, because it was hard to find any. Uh, you didn't have any faults in your short program and she was like well i couldn't find any faults anyway <laughs> so it was like she was good so mm. she was confident and i mean look where it got her the confidence certainly carried her mm. so sad sad seeing satoko miyahara do so poorly ending up in 19th Ooh, old soul is what yeah. we call her because she is an old soul but it's kind of because she missed her jumps all of them um her program sort of apart but what 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 was her place in the olympics she was like uh, wasn't she like fourth or yeah. something she did really well mm. and also i mean she, i think she has medal at worlds she's been up there but not this year and hopefully it's an off year not a downward trajectory but at the same time um let's see are they even gonna have three ladies yeah kaori was sixth and rika seventh so i guess so but um She's not a given for future Olympic or world spots, I don't think. Yeah. And um, yeah, then there, there were a lot of skaters that just underperformed a little bit. Brady Tunnell. Yeah. Not her best time. No, it wasn't. And Rika Kihira, same thing. Ending up in seventh, that's not... We were expecting her no. to win, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> because it's a little bit the same thing for her. When she doesn't land or the jumps, the programs weren't very special. I don't know. The energy kind of went out of it. Yeah. So six, uh, sixth place was Kaori Sakamoto. She's been my favorite for uh, ever since she turned up. I think she's grossly underscored and I'm pissed off about it. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She just has so many qualities. I mean, I can't think of any other skater among the top or any of the skaters who could do one as such a soft beautiful program and another so dynamic program a lot of people try to do that but Mm. she's the only one who truly does it at that level that she can do both things and when you watch it you really feel oh this is her thing and then she can do the other as well yeah 
So super annoyed about that. I don't know why the judges don't like her or because she tried to cut off their throats with her skate and her little... Well, <laughs> maybe she should. Maybe she should. Watch, Watch out next out. time. So um, Karen Chen, that was a real surprise, ending up in fourth. So well done. Really happy for her. Uh, so we can have the uh, hashtag justice for Karen Chen yeah, instead of Amber Glenn. Yeah, you've been screaming that last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she deserves it. She did so well. And it's, sometimes it's really good not to have a lot of expectations mm. on you. Uh, that can really help, apparently. And her um, shirt program was really, really beautiful. What did you like about it? The spins. <laughs> she has the best spins in the field, I no. think. So Russian first, second, and, and third, Shcherbakova, Tukdemisheva, and Trusova. Who's your favorite of the three Russian ladies? Kosta and Narya. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, I was missing her. Yeah. No, I like uh, Trusova. I've always liked her, but horrible to see her she's pushing herself so hard yeah i don't know anything what's going on there but uh hopefully she's coming out of this with a couple of new puppies yeah hopefully because <laughs> she she gets a new puppy every for every jump she's learning yeah i think it's every new jump she learns not every when she lands no. because <laughs> yeah apparently that's her parents but we have a theory that maybe plushenko is threatening to like kill each puppy when she <laughs> may for each mistake she makes in the world but like he says really nice things about her to the media and on his instagram and stuff mm. plushenka does but their interactions seemed very let's say cold yeah uh, i don't know it's very difficult and you know i know not everyone expresses themselves the same way but i just hope that she does have um, a lot of support because I mean, yeah, she was pushing herself like crazy doing all those quads, but the overall impression of the program was, you know, because mm. amazing quad and then crazy fall and she didn't seem to be enjoying it. She was like trying to survive, felt like. I thought she looked a bit like uh, Medvedeva. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, that kind of like desperation, dark energy. Yeah. Amazing to see Tukdemisheva actually medal. She's been around for so many years. She doesn't give up, and I respect her for it so much. Yeah, she, she seemed very moved when she got her points. Yeah, she was. And it, that was fun to see because it's been, it's been a long ride for her trying mm. to you know, cling to the getting the assignments and being out there. Anna Sherbakova, she's great. Yeah, yeah. she's good at... Uh, in English, way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not saying much. <laughs> Just kidding. She is. She's mm. really good for a Russian girl, and she's so young. So yeah. we saw her in some interviews, and she was speaking really well. And and but also not just that she could speak English well, but she had good things to say. I yeah. thought it's a difficult situation, and she actually was able to be. She was super excited to meet Han Yu yeah. when they were being interviewed. She was like, can I get a selfie with you? And she was jumping up and down. That was fun. And she was telling Nathan that you did so well. And he was like, thank you. I look forward to seeing your skate because he hadn't watched it, I guess. <laughs> so it was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, she obviously did really well. I think it was a well-deserved win, but... Yeah, it was. She doesn't really move me either, but hopefully mm. she'll be able to you know, grow those, that that part of her skating. So I haven't actually watched the ice dance yet because Papadakis is one of my favorite 
uh, Ice Dance team were there, but I, I will watch it eventually. We're not going to talk about it. We don't do that much, uh, the Ice Dance part. But I, of course, watched the Paris with great interest. I was so happy to see Sui and Han back. And even though they didn't win, I mean, they just barely got the silver medal. That's still incredibly well done, considering uh, all their uh, injuries. And he was uh, had a surgery and everything. Um, she was injured again. She was injured now, so they couldn't be in the exhibition. Yeah. So I'm worried about them. But I mean, still, silver medal the year before their home Olympics. I think they'll be fine to compete there. And um, I think it was good for them to feel that as well. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I like the Russian Paris, but it was just one of those really up and down competitions. And, you know, it was good, but it wasn't quite the level. A lot of Paris had a lot of mistakes. Almost no one did well side by side jumps, for instance. So, mm. uh, hopeful for I hope I'm hoping for a better uh, level for next season, which will hopefully be a more normal season. So anyway, uh, we're really grateful for having had this world championship, even though we had to watch it at home, not mm. not there in Stockholm. Oh well, and we didn't appreciate how they seem to try to have. Uh, the whole thing be like a tourist attraction for Stockholm, like make it a commercial. Oh my God, what were they thinking? Yeah, uh, why were they doing that? That was so annoying. I feel so privileged that, that I'm getting into figure skating now. And yeah. I want, want to share that. And uh, Sweden is not... Helping. No. I know. It was so strange. Like, I mean, they were doing this... Uh, for some reason, they had like this huge lit block letters of the word Stockholm during one side of the arena. And you're like, why is that they didn't have, I don't know, skate Sweden or skate something, <laughs> skate forward, skate hashtag, forward, whatever, all those something. It was just Stockholm. And you're like, yeah, that's the city you're in. Okay, so what? Mm. Like, even though we're Swedish, like we don't appreciate that kind of like manipulative marketing touristy like what are you doing i don't understand that it was I don't like it. soulless it was soulless yeah exactly thumbs down <laughs> so we didn't appreciate that but it was great to see uh, all the skaters and i do have a lot of hope for a more normal season next time around and like you say you feel happy that you're getting into mm. skating and it's so much better when there's an audience and when there's that kind of regular energy so we look forward to that uh, next season hopefully and uh, thank you for listening. It's been, there's been a lot of, we've had a lot of listens actually, obviously because of Worlds, people are excited about <laughs> this time of year and um, are looking up pods, podcasts, so that's nice. Get in touch on Instagram for feedback or questions or requests. We talk about classic skates now and then, so let us know which classic skate is your favorite. Maybe we'll look that up. Um, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye.